This morning we're going to be reading in Luke chapter 2. As we mentioned earlier, this is the second Sunday of Advent, and the Advent season is a time of preparation that directs our hearts and minds to Christ's second coming at the end of time, but also to the anniversary or the birthday of our Lord's birth on Christmas. And it is the season of preparation and and directing our minds in the sense that God has come, and if God has come, then He will come again. He was faithful the first time, He will be faithful the second time. And this is the season where we live with expectancy, we live with anticipation, we live with hope that Jesus is our Redeemer, our Messiah. He is the one who has promised to come again, and if He's promised to come again, then it is our joy to faithfully serve Him now. And so this morning, we're just going to read a scripture to start us off in looking at this second Sunday of Advent. And this is really the scriptures that tell us about these shepherds. The Bible says in Luke chapter 2, verse 8, that in that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And then the angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all its people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. And when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place which the Lord has made known to us. This is the story of the shepherds who were all a part of this miracle that was happening in Bethlehem. But their, their story is unique in the fact that they were witnesses. They were outside witnesses to God's glory at work. And just a beautiful picture of God's glory being made known on the earth. And their story will be a part of the greater picture we're going to talk about in just a few moments this morning. Have you ever been waiting Maybe you waited at an airport, or maybe you waited at a train station, and you knew that your flight says, or your train ticket says, that your plane is supposed to take off at this time, whatever it might be, 12.35 p.m., or maybe sometimes they're more really right to the minute, 12.32 p.m., your flight is supposed to depart. And you have that ticket, and you have that kind of in mind that this is the time, this is the place, this is the expected moment that we are going to depart. And when that doesn't happen, as it's becoming more common, right on time as you thought, there's a delay, there's a malfunction, the engine's messed up, lightning struck the plane, etc., etc., there's not enough workers, all the possible reasons that any airline company could come up with, they delay your flight. And we have become a people that we live in a sense of expectancy based on deadlines and based on maybe a word or a promise or something that we've been given. 
right? That's the way it is when you're given a departure time, when you're given a ticket, you're given a time of expectancy. And so we live in hope of that. And when it doesn't come to pass as we thought it should, it maybe leaves us a little frustrated, aggravated, etc., etc. But that's really how we live life, is we live life with this sense of trust that if so-and-so says this to me or something tells me this, then I live with expectancy that it's going to happen according so. And this is really the story of Christmas, is expectancy and anticipation. This was all of the characters that you read in Matthew chapter 1 and 2 and Luke chapter 1 and 2. They live with expectancy. They have been given a promise. They have been given an expected time of arrival and a place of departure, for example. And there they were and they knew that something was supposed to happen at an appointed time. And so they lived their lives with expectancy. Just like the shepherds. The shepherds knew that something happened in Bethlehem, and so they had to get to Bethlehem. This was also the story of Mary, that she had been given a word that you are going to give birth to a son. She was living with expectancy. Later, Joseph, later the the, the Magi, all had been given this sense of expectancy that what God is going to do, what God has spoken, He will fulfill. And that is really their a sum of the message of Christmas. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. Expecting God to come through. Expecting God to come through. And we're going to look at the story of an unusual character in the Bible who's a, really a lesser character in the Bible, but her faithfulness to the Lord is admirable. And the Bible says in Luke chapter 2, verse 36, tells us the story about a prophet a woman whose name was Anna. And Anna was in the temple at the time of consecration when Mary and Joseph brought Jesus after he had been born. And there she was in the temple along with Simeon. And Simeon was also a devout person who had received a word in the same way that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. And the Bible tells us specifically about Simeon that he was looking forward to the consolation of Israel. Take note of those words there, looking forward. And now we're going to see the similar story of Anna, who likewise shares as a counterpart to Simeon here in the temple. There was also a prophet Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, the tribe of Asher. And, and we're going to see a lot of words here. And I want you to just, this is one of those times when we read the Bible to make sure we note these details are important because they teach us really the lesson of what's being relayed here. The Bible says that she was of great age. And of course, in our culture, you're not supposed to tell a woman's age. That's offensive. But here, Luke is trying to prove a point that she was of great age, having lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, and then as a widow to the age of 84. So we're not really sure here. Maybe she's 84 plus seven years. Maybe she's 84 years old. We don't know. Either way, we know that she has lived a long life. But notice what she did. She never left the temple, but worshiped there with fasting and prayer night and day. And at that moment, she came as Jesus had been brought into the temple and began to praise God and to speak about the child to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. 
Anna's story is the story of someone who was expecting God to come through. And there are some things that Anna does in her process of expecting that can help us in our own spiritual lives to understand that God exceeds our expectations and fills us with anticipation. And that's exactly the story of Christmas and the story of Anna and Simeon, that here they were in the temple. They were awaiting Jesus. They had been given a promise. Note this. Both of them had been given a word that they were going to wait, that they were going to be faithful to this season of waiting. And Simeon knew that he wasn't even going to see death before this would happen. So they faithfully were expecting God's coming as he promised them in the temple. And so when they were in the temple, they kept doing the things that they knew they had to do. They kept being faithful to the things that they knew God had called them to do. Now, in contrast to this story is the beginning words of Luke chapter 2 of some people who did not expect God to come through. They did not expect God's arrival. And that's in Luke chapter 2, verse 7. The Bible says, and there was no place for them in the inn. Here was Mary and Joseph trying to find a place, and there was no place for them. But here was Simeon and Anna in the temple, and they had been waiting years for Jesus' arrival. They had expected God, and at His coming, they rejoiced at His arrival. And so a few things that can teach us this morning about God exceeding their expectations, exceeding our expectations, and filling us with anticipation. This is really the spirit of Christmas, right? It's that joy that children share on Christmas morning when there's a sense of expectation and anticipation about opening gifts and celebrating together. There's a joy about the things to come and being with the, what's under the tree, what's going to be given to me. It's that spirit of expectation. And that really is not a coincidence that that type of culture has been embedded into Christmas because really that is the message of Christmas is that God exceeds our expectations and fills us with anticipation. And so the first thing we note about Anna here today is the Bible says that she was of great age. She lived with her husband. Notice here that seven years after her marriage. So she wasn't married long before she became a widow. And then as a widow to the age of 84, we know that Anna has waited a long time. She waited a long, long, long time in her life. And you have to think about this in the sense of we don't know when Anna had received a promise of joy, of hope, but we know the fact that she had been waiting, expecting God to come through. And this is one of the principles when you and I, when God has promised us something in our life, when maybe God has promised us an answer to prayer or God has promised us this thing or that thing or maybe there's some type of word that we've been holding onto all of our life. The thing is, is that we expect God to come through despite how long it may take. And expecting God to come through is this. Expectation means this. Expectation is the act of preparing for an anticipated event. Anticipation is a feeling of an excitement about that event. 
And that was both what Anna had and she lived. Is She was living in such a way that she was preparing for this moment for Jesus' birth to come. But she also lived in such a way that demonstrated her anticipation, her excitement about what was to come. But she expected God to come through. How often it is in our lives when God doesn't do things in our timeline or God doesn't work out things in the way we expect or the time manner that we hope that we grow discouraged or dismayed in our faith. How often that happens that when we expect God to do it in this time and in this moment and then God doesn't, we sometimes lose faith in the process. But this wasn't the story of Anna. She waited with expectation. Really, this was the story of all of Christmas, is that they waited years and years and years about the Messiah. Go back to Isaiah. Go back to the prophets who were recording words about the coming of a Messiah. All of these prophets recording words, and here they were waiting in the temple. They were expecting God to come through despite how long it takes. It reveals the truth to us and the message of Christmas is really this, is that sometimes God's timetable doesn't always line up with our timetable, but God will fulfill it in His time and is always faithful to do it exactly as He promised. God keeps His promises to His word, and that is the truth of the Christmas story, is that God gives a word and God fulfills that word. God says there's going to be born a virgin... And she's going to give birth to a child and her name, his name is going to be Emmanuel. And then so many years later, God does it. God says that there's going to come one riding on a donkey to Zechariah and he's going to, make, he's going to come. Then God, so many years later, does it. God says in the prophets, says that there's going to come one who's going to prepare the way in the wilderness. And so then gives the birth of John the Baptist who does it. The truth is, is that every time God spoke a word, God fulfilled the word. And the amazing thing is the perspective that you and I have today is that this Bible was not wrote by one author. It was wrote by the collection of authors. So the fact that another author could look back and say, this is what Isaiah said, this is what Zechariah said, and God kept his word, that makes it even more miraculous that when God speaks things that sometimes maybe feel like they would get lost in history, God still keeps his word and that's the joy of advent season is that God has come and so as the the peoples as the angels spoke to the disciples as they watched Jesus ascend into the sky and they said the same Jesus who has gone up like this he's going to come back in the same way God will fulfill his word it's the joy of how you and I ought to live today is that we always live with expecting God expecting God, always making space in our life for God to come through, not making space in our life for God to not keep his word, not making space in our life, denying the fact that God said something. No, we live. This is a part of our faith journey is expecting God to come through is that we make space in our life for him to do exactly what he said he would do. She waited a long time, but it was a long time nonetheless that God fulfilled his word to, to Anna. Expect God to come through. How many of you this morning, you're just waiting 
Something God has just, you've been praying about, fasting about, seeking the Lord about, just pleading with God about. And maybe God has just given you a word of comfort today. Maybe there's a promise from God's word that speaks to your situation. Can I just encourage you this morning? You can expect God to come through. God always comes through. She waited a long time. The second thing, which is a little bit more challenging in expecting God to come through, the Bible says is that she never left the temple, but worshiped there with fasting and prayer night and day. Notice this about her. She never left the temple. She lived there. She didn't only live there, but she worshiped there. Night and day, the Bible says, fasting and praying, seeking the Lord, always continuing to find God. This was the sense of anticipation that was in Anna's heart. She never left the temple. She lived with anticipation. When we expect God to come through, we also have to live our lives with the anticipation, with the joy that He will come through, with the excitement that if God promises us something, if God, if we are expecting God, then we also live in such a way that is anticipatory of the arrival of said promise or whatever it might be. And this was exactly what Anna did. And this is where it finds trouble with many of us today is that she had a word. She had something to hold on to from the Lord. She knew she lived that she was going to see the arrival. She, she began to praise God when he came. She lived in such a way, but she never left the temple. She kept serving. She kept worshiping. She kept praying. She kept fasting and seeking God. This is the trouble for many of us today is that sometimes when God doesn't work it out in the way we expect is that we give up anticipation. We throw anticipation to the curb and instead of living in such a way that would honor God with our lives, we throw out all hope together and we live without anticipation. But this wasn't the case of Anna. Anna lived and she kept going as if God was going to show up any moment in her life. Anticipated. She began to serve the Lord as if he was going to come right then and there. It didn't matter what day or night. She just was faithful in every season. Never left the temple, worshiped day and night, fasted and prayed all the time. And this isn't to say that you and I have to live in the church, but it is to say that you and I as believers ought to live faithfully to the Lord, nevertheless the season that we are in. And that was Anna's story, is that she lived with anticipation. She always expected God, and she always anticipated that God was going to do at any moment what he said he would do. This is the trouble of expectation is that when we come together and maybe we're gathering in worship, maybe we're get going to times of prayer alone in our prayer closet and we're expecting God, the trouble is, is that sometimes we lose that sense of hope. It's almost as if we have lost faith in the moment. 
We pray with such a sense that God won't come through. We pray with such a sense that God isn't going to keep his word. But that wasn't Anna's story. Anna's story was this. I'm going to keep serving God no matter what. It doesn't matter how many years. It doesn't matter how long. I'm just going to pray and fast as if the first day that he gave me this word until the last day he gave me this word. And this is the story of Christmas of all of the people that you see is that they were always looking forward. They were always anticipating something up ahead. There is a Messiah born in Bethlehem. Go there. They were anticipating. Magi, there have been born this day. He is the king. Go there. Mary, he's going to be born. He's going to be Emmanuel. Go there. It was always anticipating what God said he was going to do. Anticipatory living is serving God no matter what. No matter what. It doesn't matter rain, shine, storm, high water, waves come crashing over us. It doesn't matter. We just live in such a way. I'm going to praise God no matter what. I'm going to worship God no matter what. It's a difficult season. I'm just going to keep serving God. I'm going to keep being faithful. And this is that little piece of scripture that sometimes I wish that sometimes I could just have a little bit better even in my own life. She never left the temple. How many times believers have lost hope of a word have lost sight of God's work and they have wandered away they have become prodigals to the father God didn't do it in my timeline so I just walk away that wasn't Anna's story Anna's story was this I waited I expected I anticipated and God came through what is the better testimony in all of that is that I waited for some time and then I walked out of this, then I walked out and gave up because God didn't do it when I thought he would do it. Or what is the other testimony? I waited for years. I was a widow. I went through some hard times. I stayed in the temple and just waited for God. And you know what? God came through. And you know what? There's something about that testimony. There's something about that story that says, speaks to me. Because it speaks to me in the sense of. You had trouble in your life. You were a widow. You lost your spouse. You lost your companion. But you didn't give up on God. You didn't see things in your life the way that you hoped that they would go. But nevertheless, you still trusted God. You still counted on His faithfulness. You still counted on Him to always come through. And notice this. is Her response is the amazing thing about this. Is at that moment she came and saw the, the, Jesus there in the temple. The Bible says that she began to praise God. She didn't do like Mary and Martha did when Jesus came after Lazarus had died. And said, Lord, if you had only been here earlier. No, Anna's response was this. Praise God. He has finally come. He has finally kept his word. You are faithful, God. And, he be, and not only that, but she began to speak about the child to all who were there. Her story not only became her story for herself, but her story became the anticipation for all of Jerusalem. For all of the people around her. And she had the testimony that God has been faithful to me. And I can praise him. I don't have to doubt him. I can expect God. He said he's going to come through. You know what? He's going to come through. He's going to do exactly what he said he's going to do. And this is God's story to us for Christmas. is that God exceeds our expectations. And he fills us with anticipation. And what I mean by that is this. Is God exceeded their expectations in the sense that Jesus was born in a manger. And the shepherds were out in a field and they saw the angels appear before them. And if you go back to the Old Testament, the priest would walk into the temple and that was the place they expected God to show up. 
That was the place that they expected God to come through. The amazing thing was, as the musicians come, was that they no longer had the expectation that God has to come to the temple. They had the expectation that God came to me right where I'm at. He came to me in a barn. They weren't expecting God in a motel at the inn. They didn't make room for him. But God came to me exactly right here, right now. Right in my present situation. He exceeded their expectations. It could have been that Simeon and Anna were waiting for God's glory to be revealed in the temple by some measure. It could have been that they were waiting for God's glory as they thought. But here it was that God came born in a manger for you and I. Came and showed His glory with angels in a field. He did what was, didn't make sense, but He came and exceeded their expectations and truly revealed Himself as Emmanuel, God with us. He was no longer just God in the temple. He was God with me. The shepherds in the field, God with me. Mary and Joseph in the manger, God with me in my present place. And He filled them with anticipation. To you, He spoke to the shepherds, is born the Messiah. For someone who had been waiting years and years and years to finally hear the words, the Messiah was the greatest exciting news that they possibly could have imagined. That we have been waiting so long for this and now we finally have the word. We finally have the excitement. He's going to come through. He's going to come through. 400 years of silence, not a prophet was writing. But now we finally have the word. He's going to come through. And this morning, I just want to encourage you here today in the spirit of Christmas, of God exceeding our expectations and filling us with anticipation. You'll notice that every time God did that, the angels didn't say, oh, wonderful, Mary and Joseph, oh, wonderful, Anna. No, they said, glory to God in the highest. And every time God exceeded their expectations and filled them with anticipation, it was so that they would finally do like Anna said and praise God that only God could get the glory for coming through every time in their life, every situation, every time he spoke a word, he kept his word. And this morning, I just want to encourage you today, and you're here this morning, and you're just lacking a little hope today, is God does come through. And it doesn't matter what our world has said about God. It doesn't matter what any preacher has said about God. Only God speaks about himself in his scripture. That's what we know about God. And if God says he will come through, and if he came born in a manger, then I can expect him to once again come through. Will you stand with me this morning? Would you close your eyes with me this morning? This morning, if you're here today, and can I just encourage you from Anna's life, keep faithfully serving the Lord. Don't give up. Don't give up. Be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For you know as much as I know that your labor is not in vain. Expect God to come through. Live your life in such a way, not with doubt, not with wondering, oh, I wonder if God's really going to do what he said. No, just live life as if he's going to do exactly what he said, because he does. He did it for every character you can read in the story of Jesus' birth. Mary, Joseph, shepherds, angels, shepherds, magi, etc., etc. Every person that there was a word, God kept his word. 
And that's enough accounts for you and I today to leave out of here with enough faith to say that if God did it for them, he can do it for me today. I can expect God to come through. And this morning, I just want to pray for you. Whatever it is today, you need a miracle. You need God to just come and help in your life in some way. Somehow, God, it comes through. Maybe you're praying for someone and you're just wondering, Lord, are you ever going to you ever going to do what you said? You ever going to answer this prayer? Expect God to come through. Live with anticipation. Live with joy. Live with peace. God's faithful to his word. And this morning you need prayer today. You would like some people need prayer today just come forward stand at the front this morning you need we're just waiting expecting God to come through you just need someone to stand alongside with you in this season of waiting whatever it is just come stand this morning at the front we want to join with you in prayer today maybe you're praying for a loved one today a family member just you're, you just need some people to join with you in faith and believe alongside of you just come this morning we want to pray with you maybe you're here today and the message of Christmas is for you. That you've been waiting for years to discover hope. And you finally have realized Jesus came for me. He loved me. I can expect God right now to come through and rescue me. Just come this morning. We'd love to pray with you. Whatever it is today. And as the choir comes this morning. So people are going to come in behind you and we're going to pray for you today as we're just believing together in prayer, expecting God. We're living with expectation and anticipation that God exceeds our expectation and he fills us with anticipation, with faith today. So this morning, lift up your voice and just begin to call to the Lord. Father, I thank you today. Lord, I need you this morning. I'm expecting you, Lord, today. I want to live my life with faith today that you will come through, Lord. You will fulfill your word to me, Lord. You will do exactly as you have promised, Lord. Lord, if you did it for the shepherds, if you did it for the magi, if you did it for Mary and Joseph, Lord, you can do it for me today. Your word says you are no respecter of persons. And so, Lord, today I can trust God that you will come through, Lord. Whatever it is how we're praying, Lord, maybe someone here today, they need a miracle, Lord. They need God to just divinely intervene in their lives today. Lord, today I'm praying, God, that you would exceed their expectations. Eye has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who love him. And Lord, you are faithful to your word. If that's your word, God, we hold on to it today, God. And we know, Lord, you will exceed our expectations today, God. We thank you, Lord, today. And God, this morning, we live with faith today. We leave out of here knowing, God, oh, God, you spoke it. You're going to do it, Lord. You're going to come through, Lord. I don't have to doubt. I don't have to wonder anymore. It doesn't matter what the doctors are said or what the medical report has said. My bank account says, God, if you have spoken a word, I can hold on to that word, Lord. It doesn't matter how it looks, God. It matters what you said, Lord. You are the one who spoke creation into existence by your word. So, Lord, 
today we take you at your word this morning and God if you have given us a word today we hold on to your word by faith and know Lord we expect you to come through Lord that you can move mountains on behalf of your people if there's just a little seed of mustard seed so God we expect today we pray this morning we pray, Lord, maybe there's someone here today, they're praying for a son or daughter, Lord. They're praying for a son or daughter who's lost, who needs you today. They're praying for a family member who needs you, Lord, this morning. Oh, God, would you hear the plea of your servant today, Lord? God, would you save them, rescue them? Would you come through, Lord? Come through in a mighty way, God. Show yourself, Lord. Show yourself strong. Like, like Anna would say, praise God. Not so that any person would get the glory. Only God would get the glory. Lord, that our hearts may turn to you and say, praise God, praise God. Lord, we thank you, Father. We live our lives with hope today. You're going to come through, Lord. We live our lives with anticipation, God. Oh, you are going to do what you said, Father. We thank you, Lord, today. We trust you, Lord Jesus. We hold on to your word this morning, not by might nor by power, but by your spirit, Lord. It doesn't matter what I can do in my own strength, my own efforts, Lord. It's only by your spirit today. So, Lord, we hold on to you this morning. Send faith into my heart today, God, that I might trust you. Send faith today, Lord, that we might trust you. Oh, God, that we could live just serving you faithfully, daily worshiping you, night and day, praying, fasting, seeking your face, Lord. Help us, God, to live in that way. Oh, Lord, we're expecting you to come through, Lord. We're expecting, Lord, your people, you've taught us to pray, Lord, as if you're going to answer what we've prayed. So, Lord, that's how we're living today. We're just expecting. Ask, and you shall receive, Lord. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be open to you. Lord, we're taking you at your word today. We're holding unto you, expecting you to come through this morning. We praise you this morning. Come on, just lift your voice in faith today. Lord, I just want to see you come through. My family member needs you. This situation needs you. This thing, that thing, whatever it is, just tell the Lord. God comes through. He's faithful to his word. Just call to him this morning. Oh, how God is attentive to the cry of the righteous. Lord, we thank you this morning. We lift up our voice to you today in prayer. Oh, Lord, you spoke a word. You'll keep that word. I thank you, Lord, today. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Lord, I thank you today, Jesus. I thank you, Father. You are wonderful in all of your ways, Lord. We trust you, Lord Jesus. We believe you, Father. We lean not on our own understanding, but acknowledge you in all of our ways today, Lord. Lord, we lean not on our situation. We lean not on this person or that person. We lean on you today, Lord. We believe in your report today, God. We hold unto you this morning by faith, Lord. God, I thank you today that your word promises us that you'll pour out your spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions. Lord, I thank you today that you have promised dreams and visions, Lord. And God, those who have received dreams and visions here today, God, I pray that you would keep your dream that you've given them. You'd keep their vision, Lord, that they've given them. Lord, just like you did for Joseph in the midst of a difficult situation. God, he had a dream, Lord. And God, you fulfilled the word that you gave to him. And Lord, for those who are living here today, with a dream of something God put in their heart today. I pray, God, you would demonstrate yourself mighty on their behalf. The God who answers dreams. The God who fulfills his word. We thank you, Lord, today. We trust you, Lord Jesus. 
We believe you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, this morning. We bless you. We thank you, Jesus. As the choir sings, can we just worship the Lord? Can we worship the God who comes through always and forever? Let's lift our voices this morning.